Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. We're going to have a really big show today. That's right, Louie. That's our good friend, Louie Rodriguez, here in studio with us. It's good to have you here, sir. Thank you for having me. We got some big news this week, didn't we, Louie? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. We got, so we got some big things to discuss, so uh, stick around for it. Um, and, and while you're sticking around, make sure that uh, you go to uh, everything that Revolver Broadcasting has to offer. Um, now, not just this show, Faith, Family, and Politics, but of course, you've got, uh, you know, Louie, who I just introduced, his, his show, Rodriguez Rants. Um, he had, he's got two episodes in the, in the book so far, plus some shorts out there for you guys to enjoy. Um, so definitely go over there, take a look, view, 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 share, 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 comment, and all that good stuff. Uh, and then while you're at that, you know, you want to move on over to our other guests uh, show, uh, show a Laughing Libertarian with your host, Alan McFarland. Who? Me? Right on. <laughs> yeah, please come out. Check it. Subscribe. Share. All that good stuff. And but then, thank you for having me on the 25th. Yes. Uh, th- th- thank you for coming because this is a big one. This is, this is a, it's not only a, a milestone, but oh man, I, just, I can't wait. I'm like, I'm, I'm champing at the bit to get to the articles. Uh, but but we're gonna hold out. We're gonna hold out because uh, uh, I'm an adult. And <laughs> oh, I have so many um, jokes. So many jokes. <laughs> I, I can't wait until we hit a decade. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one of these days, right? One of these days. Um, but we also have a fourth show. Uh, if you guys are uh, not aware already, um, we have a fourth show uh, called "What Is the Truth About" with Danny Tippett. Now, uh, on last couple episodes, we had said "What Is the Truth." With Danny Tippett, well, we, we actually changed the title. Um, so it's not, What is the Truth About with Danny Tippett? Um, be sure to check that one out because it's going to answer a lot of questions you may have about uh, a faith, about the Bible, um, about how we approach God in, in general. So uh, absolutely check that one out. Now, last but not least, here in the studio with us, the man bringing the message, our perfect producer, Sterling Metcalf Allen. Nice to be here. Glad Thank to you be for here. joining us. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. I'm so excited to see what you got here, buddy. Super pumped. No pressure. No <laughs> pressure. Just keep it simple. <laughs> keep Fun. it simple. That's right. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid. That's what they said yeah. in school. Kiss tactic. Yep. Um, so uh, what's your title for today? Uh, humbly in your place. I was just going to call him place. sir, but I guess if that's a title you want to go with. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, I prefer master of the show, but... <laughs> MOS for short, please. Yeah, MOS. Yeah. yeah, I don't like MC. It just doesn't work. MC Josh just doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, would you like to lead us in prayer, sir? Absolutely. Lord, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to be able to bring your word, Lord. Um, and I pray that it will just reach somebody, touch somebody's life, Lord. And just, uh, like I said, we're just going to keep it simple. We're just going to go through your word, read it, uh, say what it means to us, Lord, and, and hopefully that it will open some eyes to other people in humility, and just understanding that you don't have to be the best. You're given a gift from you, Lord, and uh, you'll find out how to use that in, 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 you know, obviously in your way, but you can't look at other people, Lord, and it's hard to put ourselves um, back and, and, and not feel like we have to be something more that the world says that we do, Lord. So I just want to thank you once again for, for Josh, Allen, and Louie. Um, for just putting in the effort to make this show, Lord, and to continue with it week after week. Um, Lord, obviously, uh, you will bless that because we are doing it in your name. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sterling. And while we're at it, Sterling, we got to thank the Lord for you because, you know, week in and week out, you know, you're generally down here making it happen, making it, making us all sound good and look good. You know, uh, Laura, that's a challenge. Laura has to step in from time to time and and she does what she can, you know, cause, um, Mm -hmm. she, she's down here, but, uh, you know, I mean, she's uh, been fired quite a few times. We just keep. <laughs> she's we, she, she's actually time. looking at me in the studio right now. She's listening. Crash. You're fired. She's um, <laughs> fired again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's, back. she's back. She's staring again. So <laughs> she's by far. I'm, I'm going to be in trouble later. Um, she's so, by far our most fired yeah. employee. Um, I might. <laughs> oh I might end God. up like. Uh, I'm I said most fire. Employee, <laughs> we had to build a doghouse outside yeah, earlier. I, I, yeah, I might end up like Bush Forty Three with a shoe getting thrown at me. Uh, <laughs> sandal, I think it was a sandal. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was a sandal or some some kind of foot apparatus. Anyhow, into the message, sir. <laughs> and it's a blessing to have you here. Oh, thank you, Louis. So we're going to be in Romans twelve. Um, we're going to basically read that whole chapter. We're going to try to take it verse by verse, kind of like we did last time. Um, so let's here we go. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So that's verse 1. A lot there. Obviously, there's a lot there. So my take on it is basically Jesus died and did all these things for you um, to take the sin of the world, the pain, the humiliation, uh, the suffering, uh, even being on the cross. Like, if you know the process of being on the cross, the nails in the hands, the nails in the feet, and the, even all of the stuff before that, the beatings, the it was a cat of nine tails, and there's so many things that go into that. It's kind of horrifying if you've seen the movie. Yeah. Passion of the Christ. It's a, I'm just saying, could you imagine how much work it was for the guy to plan all of that? I mean, yeah. It's awful, but I'm just saying, that sounds like a lot of work to try to you know put together. Yeah. yeah. Certainly. I can't imagine even just going through that. Having to watch someone do that to another no, be, human that being. That would be awful. Yeah, hey, it's it's rough enough just to watch the, the the film Passion of the Christ, and then we know knowing that it's all fake. But every time, every time I cry, yeah. every time, and it yeah, that's yeah, horrifying. Um, and it was all for something he didn't even do. Like, yeah. wow, uh, he definitely didn't even deserve it. Um, so basically, the the least thing that you could possibly do because he did all of that for us, which is the a reasonable sacrifice. Uh, as it's put, is to basically live for God. So he did all of this for you. You might as well do the, the little thing, the simple thing, compared to what he did. Uh, verse 2. And be not conformed to this world. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So obviously the world is uh, becoming more and more crazy every day. Um, more sin apparent, so things that were like, quote-unquote, hush-hush are becoming more and more acceptable. Um, You know, openly promoting the dark side of the human condition. Um, So we're not supposed to conform to that, so accept that, uh, mold ourselves around that. Um, uh, Like the their wills or their ideas or... um, Kind of like, I don't know, it's being pushed, like we've talked about so many times, these, these mentalities of this is how the you're supposed to be or this is acceptable or this is whatever. I don't know what people are thinking anymore these days, but uh, we're not supposed to do that, especially as Christians. 
We're supposed to stand apart. Yeah, not 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 just go along to get along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the second part of that is uh, yeah. How do you feel about conforming or not conforming? Is there a do you have any ideas on that or our thoughts on how far to go against conforming or not conforming? Louis, you got any ideas on that? I don't know. I go pretty far with everything. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's true. We've yeah. seen that, so. <laughs> Louis is pretty non-compliant with about just about everything, so. I mean, strong-willed. I mean, that's, you need that, though. Especially in, in, in hard times like this. you got to make a stand somewhere. Yeah, Alan. You. I mean, I, as a lot of people know, I don't, I'm not a Christian, mm-hmm. but but I do, you know, obviously stand against the things that I have a problem with or I think is um, morally negative or n- morally uh, vacuous. I dare, I dare I say, it's just the simple fact that you can you can look at things and and one thing I do value about religion. Period is that it teaches good morals. You know, I I had no problem with my daughter going to a, a preschool that was at a church because it teaches great morals and mm-hmm. great morality. So, yeah, I mean, I think you, you do what you have to do and stay, stay where you need to be and stand against anything that uh, breaks your morals, no matter what, no matter the degree you have to go to. So. Right. Compromising. No, not a compromise. I mean, that's the thing is we, <laughs> we compromise even little by little. We're compromising more, Oh, as and a, more as a, yes, as a society. As a society. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because it, 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 what they call a slippery slope. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and because they'll say, "Oh, we just need, we just want this, we just want this, we just <laughs> want this," or you can't say that, you can't say that, you can't do this. It's like give a little, There's take a, a lot, kind yep. of thing. There was mm-hmm. a lot of slippery slopes at the Pride Festival. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yes, oh, moving on. I try. <laughs> God, God help him. <laughs> I was just saying, like. I don't want my kid seeing most of the things that were going around the park. No, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I, any kids should see it. Nope. That was horrifying. I, after last week, you were talking about the whole um, dog guy thing yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, no. I looked it up. I was like, my gosh. Right. There would have been a lot worse circumstances that happened that day if I was there, for sure. But we won't go back into that. That's a slippery slope, as they say. For I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he thought to think, ought to think, sorry, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. So for me, once again, I believe that this is talking about humility, um, but not in like the you're supposed to be boastful kind of way. It's basically you lower yourself down. You can't. For me, this is also, I take it too far as I consider myself like the least of these, least of least, like the worst of the worst. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. You're not even supposed to do that, obviously, but you can't, uh, I'm better than, I'm better than Josh. No, I'm not better than Josh. We're, you know, everyone is, is equal as far as that goes. And you may be good at something that I'm not good at. Alan, same, Louis, same. But we're supposed to, as the next verse will say, use those gifts together. So we'll go ahead and move into verse 4. It says, For as we have many members in one body, all members have not the same office. So, again, what I just said, so verse 5. So we being many are one body in Christ, and every one member one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophecy, 
according to the proportions of faith or ministry. Let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching. So basically it's going through just some of the gifts that are mentioned, um, and if you have them, to use them. You know, it's a gift that you have and is not being used isn't blessing anyone. And, and that's hard to say because uh, some of the gifts that I have that I've mentioned before, or I think that I have, I feel like I have, that I, I feel like I'm uh, led in um, by the Lord, by Christ, it takes acts of faith, as it says, to move on those things and actually do them. Basically, if you've got the gift, use it for the Lord. Uh, teaching. Uh, Louis, uh, how, how would you use the gift of getting kicked out of places? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I try my hardest to find more ways to get it to kick out. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's you. Um, you're a good example for other people to understand that it's okay to get kicked out of places. Mm-hmm. How about that? There you go. Yeah, it's one way of being humiliated. Some people are some people are scared to get kicked out of places, man. Maybe you're setting a standard, and they're like, "That's cool." He doesn't care. Obviously, it must be okay to get kicked out of places. Yeah. Well, people don't like my opinion sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> How dare them? <laughs> That's funny. So, just kind of going back a little bit um, over what it was just read there. So, four. So, it talks about the different parts of the human body. As being many members, so each one of those, so like organs, or they all have their own functions in and of themselves, and then it references uh, us as a body of Christ, each having our different functions, but still functioning for one goal. So, again, going through those those lists of gifts, gifts use them in 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 the body as a whole to bring honor and glory to God. Now I'm just trying to think about who's the appendix of people. Well, it's got to be somebody. <laughs> As a system, we're supposed to work together. But that appendix, you really don't need it. I mean, you can take it out. It sounds like console. Might be sitting in the White House right now. Oh, I think he is. <laughs> and we can't wait to take him out. Not in a Ooh. harmful way. <laughs> just remove. Yeah. Put someone else in the seat. That's where I'm going. We don't want to hit that red list. I just realized when I said it, like, oh, no. <laughs> It's not a call to action. Just Definitely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was not Peaceful. take out. I Peaceful. mean, remove. I mean, that's <laughs> what I meant. Democrats are going to try to do that anyway, right? He's going to ah, fight like hell. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to your message. That's I'm sorry. Okay. Ah, Patriot Act. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's getting used out of context for sure. <laughs> Verse 8. <laughs> or he that extorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence diligence, he that sheweth mercy with cheerfulness. So, again, just use those things that you have. Verse 9, let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, obviously, cleave to that which is good, which is something we don't see in society. For some reason, what evil is now good and good is now evil, like, that doesn't even make sense. And as you were saying, morality has twisted, like, on it, almost on its end. Um. I don't, I don't, it's, it comes back to, I think, the beginning, basically Lucifer trying to take everything that God has made good and holy and pure and literally Lucifer coming in and saying, okay, how can I mess those things up and literally make them the opposite and somehow make them sound good? Like, how does he, I don't know how people can 
I guess they just don't know God, for one. That would be the, the, the basis of it all. It's sad. It really is sad. It probably started with a whisper. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Well, I was just kind of what you were saying. I was kind of thinking, like, the people who are doing these things aren't doing these things thinking they're the bad guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're doing these things going, hey, you know, we've been in this position before. Isn't it awful? We can fix that position. Or, hey, are mm-hmm. you tired of feeling this certain way? Well, you don't have to anymore. You know, freedom, 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 freedom. <laughs> they think yeah. they're being good. Freedom. <laughs> the wrong kind of freedom. Number 10 is be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love. So in, in this circumstances and in all circumstances, that's kind of even hard when let's just say, I don't know. Uh, we were talking about the, the pride rallies, nothing against them as people, obviously love them wholeheartedly. Just don't agree with their decisions. And that, that should be okay. Yeah. But for some reason in society now there's, you did what? You said something about, well, you know, you attack Christianity all the time, but yet we don't, you know, we don't, it's not, it's not equal. It's not, it's no, no. We were going to, he said that we were going to suffer for his namesake. This is true. He said we would, we'd be bearing our own crosses. So in his name and honor, preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So there's your, just basically trudging through it, rejoicing in hope, because you know the hope is that we have the win in the end. You know we have to go through this life. Uh, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be hard. And like Louis, you know, standing his ground, kicking, getting himself kicked out of places. We may have to do that to fight against the the horde that's coming and the 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 movements that are coming. You know. No matter what happens, God is going to take care of it, period. And there's a, yeah, there's a fear in that we shouldn't be afraid of what's going to happen to him, like many of the apostles and, oh my goodness, I mean, there's missionaries all over the world that have lost their lives just for the same reason. So, yeah, yeah. rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. So we're going to be moving into uh, basically attributes of, uh, I don't say being a Christian, but being a, a good person and using those things. So distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Very difficult. Yeah. Bless and curse not. That's really hard. I mean, the human nature or just, I don't know if we're going to call it human nature, but Instant responses are very hard. Like, oh, anger or pride even. Pride's probably the biggest one. I'm not talking about like that kind of pride, but internal <laughs> pride. You know what I mean? Got to laugh. That's good. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jealousy, anger, yeah. pride. Those things, those things happen, and it's very hard to regulate it on the, on the fly, you know, in the moment. Yeah, anger is my, my biggest downfall. I, I get angry. Yeah. Once I'm there, it's 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 really really difficult to come down. Me. Yeah, yeah. And I also get angry when somebody comes up with a dumb, a dumb opinion. Yeah, dumb opinion. Yeah, something that not based just, on anything. Yeah, just something. Yeah, something that just you know that they're saying it just to get you stirred up, but you still like Louis. Yeah. Or <laughs> or they're jealous of you. Mm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And they'll use you as an example. It's another one. 
certainly. Yeah, the first thought that came there was they want what you want but don't know how to, like, which is the perfect way to, that's almost like an icebreaker to lead into, like, a witnessing opportunity. Cause I've had people like that at previous jobs, like, how are you still happy? Like, if this is going on or whatever, how are you still, like, you respond differently to people, you know, but they say you should be doing this or you should be doing that. Well, you're supposed to basically live by example kind of and, you know, be keep your witness and all those kinds of things. It all depends on the example. Right. Yeah. If it's good or bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're still allowed to be prickly, obviously, but just... <laughs> <laughs> prickly. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it, but you know, mm. sometimes you have to be. Some sometimes some people some people are just not gonna get it unless you're you're a little bit prickly. But you know, it is good to be loving and caring and kind and <laughs> right. A hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Very hard. Very difficult. It's going back to the the body of Christ, not even just the body of Christ, but people in general. Verse fifteen: Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep to be there for each other in in all circumstances um and i think again our society has started to single out i don't want to say single out people but make make people feel more alone i don't know if that makes sense so people are trying to find things to fit into that don't make sense like lgbt whatever community there's a lot of people that don't quote unquote support that but they feel more accepted there like that's crazy like that's that's where they had to turn to try to feel acceptance like we're not doing our jobs if that's the case i mean think about it i like what you're going with there it's we have isolated ourselves culture our culture has isolated every individual and Mm -hmm. put a put us in our own boxes right Right. even as you say lgbtq plus knowing that there's a ton of letters that go along with that Mm -hmm. inside of that group every letter is a box and someone right. is putting themselves in that box. And instead of being a part of this larger community, which is Americans, mm-hmm. humans, right. anything like that, they've now put themselves in a box with 50 other people, 75 other people. They've limited their social interactions to those people that are in the box with them. Yeah. And how miserable of an existence is that, right? I mean, we can all look at each other. And like I said, I'm not Christian. I'm sitting at a table with three Christians. Yeah. I may not be in your box, but you're letting me be in your box. We're glad to have you in the box. Oh, thank you. You know, it's more about Christian than I do. And I'm a Christian. (laughs) Well, I I just tell you. You should become one. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played, sir. (laughs) Put my toe back in my box. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite done yet. (laughs) Put it back in the oven. Put it back in the oven. Fair. Fair enough. Fair enough, sir. He'll get there though. I didn't know the twenty fifth episode. That was the big out, the big, the big thing that was happening. Just turned to three twenty five. I'm starting <laughs> to see a halo. Oh, well. <laughs> I think it's just it's just the lighting. So it's yeah. just the lighting. There's no way. It's going to take a while. Well, like Alan was saying, like Alan was saying, being usually not being a Christian, but we are still like verse sixteen says, being of the same mind one towards another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Basically, we just stay on the same level. Be not wise in your own conceits. That's that sounds like media outlets and 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 a lot of different things there to me. Um, but we'll just keep going. Seventeen recompense to no man evil for evil. So 
That's even harder. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. So it goes back to, even if you don't agree with people, you still love them, you still have to live with them, you still have to find a way to coexist, as they say. That's a terrible bumper sticker, by the way. I, I don't I like it. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> it's so I, strange, mate. I, I don't like it. <laughs> and then last part, the 19th. It was in my through, head. I had to say it. 19 through 21, that basically is, is like a calling, I think. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. It says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. So don't react. Was it? There's, there's, there's righteous anger, and then there's sinful anger. There's you know sinful acts. If you're doing things out of malice, you're doing things out of uh, hate. Uh, if you're doing things out of you know, fit in the blank there. Uh, I think it's generally like a knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. That, the, that immediate reaction is, that's probably the wrong one. Kind of the whole think before you speak and thank you before you act. Uh, therefore, in thine, therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in doing so, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. Now every cartoon of the child makes sense. Right. You know, the Ninja Turtles never actually kill Shredder. They beat him up a little bit and let him live so they can beat him up later. Mm-hmm. That's, no, that's not what you meant, right? I mean, it's, it's close. Oh, no. crap. That's not what you meant. <laughs> never mind. No. Sorry, guys. I missed that one. It's okay. <laughs> beat him up a little bit today. Let him live. You can beat him up again tomorrow. Well, you can be happy in that mercy. I guess that's a little, that's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All they wanted was turtle soup. See, they wouldn't serve him what he wanted. Well, at what point is it bullying, though? Because those those Ninja Turtles just beat him mercilessly. He's like, I just want to do something. They're like, no, beat you up. (laughs) It's hard to have uh, patience and let God basically have his way. So he's going to, he'll deal with your enemies. It's it's promised. It's it's written many a times. I didn't have any of those verses per se, but... um, and in doing so, uh, it, it's fun to see. I don't know if, if there's probably examples that we could, we could all share, but when you actually do good to your enemies, it's not the response that they expect and usually has a bigger effect on them than it would if you were just angry. Like, why did you act that way? You're, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They want let the me, pain let, and anger. Let me tell you yeah. why, yeah. They, exactly. want, they want the pain, they, they want the anger. They want you to feel as bad as they do. Yeah, they want you to have the knee-jerk reaction. They want you to hurt as well. Yeah. Uh, misery loves company. It's true. So you show up at their house to be miserable with them. Here's a casserole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in it, but here's a casserole. It's cheesy. That's it. Well, green beans and white folks at this table is it's probably gonna be green bean. Just green bean. Yeah. Just I've bean. never had green bean casserole. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting way off base here. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Oh, basically, Louis like, basically what's green bean casserole? <laughs> I've never had it either, man. I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I no longer feel you know, like together at this table. It, it comes in one of those dishes and it's not a lasagna. I know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Green bean lasagna? What? Oh, Blasphemous. So that's basically what I have. Any thoughts uh, all, over all of that? Uh, anything to chime in? 
Yeah. Uh, Every, everybody just stare at Sterling. Yeah, stare. Just stare at him for stare, 20 I'll seconds. Just, I'll just keep talking. Otherwise. <laughs> Moment <laughs> of silence for Sterling. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. Uh, 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 when, you, when you talked about the, the response of um, being kind, uh, even though they're looking, you can tell that they're looking for that mm-hmm. anger response, that, um, that knee-jerk reaction. I've had that um, several times here recently that I've, I've had to I've had to, to deal with that, and I had to compartmentalize my knee jerk reaction from what I knew that God wanted me to do. So I would have to let me put that aside because that I can deal with that later. I can talk about that with my wife or my my friends here at the table, you know, uh, you know, uh, and we can we can get through that that part, but. Let's deal with the, the what's really here at hand, and then uh, what really will throw somebody off, uh, especially if you get to see them face to face. That's that's usually the key of, of breaking a lot of that because you know you get keyboard warriors and they, uh-huh. they send you all kinds of nasty uh, comments or letters, which is welcome by the way. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'm willing to talk to you. We just like um, to know you're watching, um, but just know <laughs> that um, if I do get to talk to you face to face, whether it be in person or via video chat, the first thing that's going to come in my mouth is. It's nice to see your face. It's it's great to see your face. Uh, I'm glad that we could do this and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, that always throws people off kilter because they don't because you you see the you'll see it on their face like they they have this body jolt. They don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, I said, well, it's lo- lovely to see you. Lovely to meet you. Lo- you know, when you give them that immediate good output, you're only going to get good throughput from that point because they they have no idea how to how to handle that or even if they try to jar you again just keep going back with that those those positive affirmations mm-hmm. um that it's you know it's good okay it's good that you said that because then we can talk about this right yeah it's like confrontation versus opportunity mm-hmm. we see as an opportunity they just want the confrontation yeah so it isn't okay that i'm just condescending the whole time <laughs> Okay, good. It was good that you were condescending. Yeah. So. Yeah, see, <laughs> we can work with I'm not, I'm not being aggressive. I'm not necessarily being nice. Yeah. I'm saying, I could see how you could see it that way. <laughs> I could see how you could see it that way. Hey, that, I mean, that works, though. <laughs> that's, that's a foot in the door, I think. Right? So. What do you think, Louie? You know. I don't have much to say about that. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean... It's it's uh, uh you know like you said like living in humility like you said it's it's, it's being able to to put aside that um, that knee jerk reaction that that initial like anger or, or sadness or whatever and and that that's the thing that God God will he'll wrestle with our hearts he'll work he'll work with our hearts and and get us through it or well yeah and and he'll try to turn that around to where we can actually deal with that and process it properly. Um, like I said, amongst friends and family, those, those are, that's your support group. That's who's going to get you through those hard times. Um, and whether, even if it's the, even if it's just a little smidgen of, of anger, I actually, uh, experienced that, uh, today there was a smidgen of anger and then I, I talked it over with a friend and, and he was actually going through the same thing, exact same thing at the same time. And then we both talked through it and then it was just like, huh. we, were, we were both, we were both angry and now we're good. Mm-hmm. Like. And now we can go back to what we're, we were, we were, uh, were before happy. Like we don't have to deal with it anymore. I mean, we were both going to be late. Okay. I didn't think <laughs> we had to talk about this. 
you know, I, you called me. I said, hey, sorry, I'm going to be late. You're like, whoa, I thought I was going to be late too. I didn't know that was the conversation. Gee, I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, I'm just going to start calling into the show. So a, a regular <laughs> joke around here uh, to, to, to fill you in on what Alan's talking about is how Alan runs on Alan time. That's right. That's right. I don't uh, know what you guys have at your house. <laughs> like. It's, not the same as mine. He doesn't run on clocks or watches or any of that. I don't believe in that's man-made stuff. It's yeah, man-made stuff. It's just when whenever he he arrives is when he arrives, and we're all joyful to have him. Uh, the, the time he spends with us, uh, and then when he goes, he goes. It's just it's just how it is. And uh, even if we have to go home late, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get off work really late. Yeah. It, it, it's a very understandable thing, you know. He, he does. He does but they still pick hours. on me. No, yeah. he's got yeah, a lot on his plate. It's okay. Yeah. They still pick on me. But yes, we do still pick on him. But absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. But he brings it upon himself. I can't think of a better person <laughs> to pick on. <laughs> the only thing left I, I have bully to bully myself. For I'm sorry. I'll shut up. No, you're fine. Um. Is wherever you are at, wherever whoever you are, wherever you are at, you have gifts and you have abilities that only you can use, and you can only reach those people. There are those specific people that only you can reach. So don't don't look at other people and try to compare yourself to what they've done, are doing, whatever. You are important. You are special in God's eyes. I mean, He loves you to death. Doesn't matter if you're saved or not. He still does love you. And he still wants you. So just. Bring yourself down, humble yourself, stop trying to compare yourself to other people, and just say, what can I do to further the kingdom of God if you're a Christian? If you're not, what can I do to just be a better person? Or, you know, seek seek more. Don't just go with what the world tells you. Don't conform. Don't lay down and just go with it. You have to be your own person. So figure out who you are. Yes, I agree. And apparently be punctual. Be very punctual. Yes. Don't be like Alan. Don't be like me. <laughs> and, and the best way to not be like me is watch my show so you know what you don't want to do. <laughs> you know not, not what not to do. <laughs> I will teach you six minutes at a time. <laughs> and, and intermittently we'll have Professor Rodriguez come and explain things to you as well. Yes, absolutely. It's very educational. <laughs> the science of it. We need the science of you. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to bring the science back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so excited! <laughs> Come on, Professor Rodriguez. Yeah. It's like the government always says, "Oh, Fauci, science <laughs> always works." <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. Well, no. yeah, since he got COVID and all. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. He's don't counting know his money right now that he made on the show. Just yeah. a few, few people that miss him. <clears throat> If you but thought he was got, if you thought he got boosted, his bank account definitely did. Sure <laughs> <laughs> did. But yeah, that, that's 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 a gr- great message there, Sterling. I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, um, I know we're talking about being humble or whatever. But I just I in this moment I want to raise you up because, um, because that could not have been an easy thing for you to do. I know that you're very introverted and you like to be meek and quiet. So to see you in that chair for a second time, <laughs> that's the proof. Of, that's the power of God right there. That's the power of God right there. And it's proof that in the pudding right here, you're, you're sitting there and, and you brought this uh, great message. It's, 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 re- it's going to reach a lot of people. I guarantee it. And I'll take just one. <laughs> yeah. If there's just one. Oh, done. Done. So My work here is done. Well, I know what prayer we're saying afterwards, right? <laughs> he's like not, not yet not oh yet. crap this is the one where they douse me with the holy water 
I did notice that the sprinkler system had been installed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, man, it was, I, I definitely, it was terrific. Um, it was, I mean, I really enjoyed that message. And we enjoy you, Sterling. Well, thanks. <laughs> I, I like having you on this side of the camera. Yeah, certainly. I can't agree with behind you. the computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got, we got Cameron over there doing that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up. We need to bring him to do the message more. That way we could get him to talk more. Yeah, I've been encouraging it. I've been encouraging it. Uh, you know, at, at some point in the, in the near future, we'll definitely have to have you on as a commentator as well, to, uh, a little more often, so that you don't have to feel like uh, so so much pressure on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that yeah, we can uh, definitely raise the show up even even to another uh, caliber, so to speak. <laughs> Here at Revolver Broadcasting. Ah, I see what you did there. You begun to twenty two or. <laughs> <laughs> Deuce, 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 deuce is uh, what they call it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what they call it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know what that was. I was like, he's looking at me. I think, I think he's. What do we do? Agree here? Looking at you for the slang, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't part of that TikTok generation. So I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, that TikTok generation <laughs> is not supposed to be mentioned on this program. TikTok. Every time, TikTok. every time Josh says program. I feel a Werther's where original pop-up in my pocket. <laughs> or like one of those strawberry gel candies. It's in there, I think. <laughs> yeah, because since we're only one one month apart in age, it's just, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> he knows that he's just steadily getting older with me, so. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> I, I yield my time, so. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. oh that's a good uh, one. <laughs> all right, you can go. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, you brought this message about uh, about being humble, and um, I think that that's a good uh, place to be in for as far as a theme for the family portion to talk about uh, times that we were humbled. Um, Alan, I don't. I'm I'm blank on this one. Just too I much just, ego to to be humbled. How about in this moment, you're being humbled right now. Am I? Am I really being humbled? Because when he said when he was talking about the things that how we react in the moment. I was sitting there thinking like, yeah, well there's anger and there's, yeah, that pride one really does kind of hit me hard. Cause I just turned around and be descend- condescending. Right. So it's <laughs> like, ah, I'm going to tell you why you're not right. <laughs> 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 and so, no, I, that, I'll let you guys go first. Let me try to work on this humble story. It's going to be a minute. We have paper. <laughs> I need to phone a friend. <laughs> Lifeline. Okay. I mean, I guess I can go first. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is, is my wife, Sarah. Um, I mean, that's just a humbling experience in and of itself. Having to have someone else to care for besides yourself, you have to take yourself out of the picture. So, that, I mean, that's pride, selfishness, the things that you want, you have to love conditionally and intentionally. Like, that's probably one of the most humbling experiences besides salvation, because that is, that is a very humbling experience. If, if you've never experienced it, that's one of the things you have to do is you literally have to humble yourself. So I guess I have two. So my wife and then salvation, you have to understand that you can't do it yourself in, in, in both relationships with Christ and with your, your, your wife or your significant other. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, 
but once you understand that, once you get that, and it's, I mean, I've been married for almost 11 years and it's taken that long. I went through his course class and really opened my eyes, suggest marriage counseling for anyone. If, even if you're not struggling, it's wonderful. Um, putting yourself second is more rewarding than putting yourself first because in, in doing so, you're going to get that reward anyway. And it's and not only is it a better reward, it's more fulfilling. So humility is something that is extremely difficult, but very rewarding. That's my story. Not very deep, but. I became humble after I lost my wife. Because I used to be real mad and jealous, not jealous, but. I had a lot of anger in me. I went through a lot in my life. My father not wanting me going through school and always getting beat up or run, and I had to run home all the time to avoid getting beat up. And when I got married with my first wife, I took that anger with me, and I took it out on her, and I took it out on the kids, you know? I didn't know how to act. I was young. I got married young, and I couldn't get rid of that anger until I lost my wife and my kids. They all came back to Indiana when we was in New York. In New York, I suffered when I lost them. And I had to change my life. And then I became humble when I met my second woman. I had to learn to change my life. Bring down that anger. Not take it out on her. Love her more. Do for her. And that's what I learned. I wish I knew that from the beginning. But it took me to lose somebody I loved to learn that. And now I'm with my second woman. We've been close to 30 years. And so far we're making it. And I humble myself a lot over that. I brought myself down and I'm making it. I like that. That was great. I mean, you also came from a blue state to a red state. I mean, that right there. Yeah. Make <laughs> life better. Um, <clears throat> and it actually, it was, it's been proven that um, people in cities, like large cities, that they deal with a lot of not only noise pollution and regular pollution, things like that, typically have a, a harder issue, a harder time with depression and anxiety and anger um, because you're not breathing fresh air. And people who live in more fresh air areas typically don't have the same kind of problems. That's true. Just a little tidbit, a little pop-up video action for all the old folks. Didn't know that. Have have Professor Allen know. join Professor Rodriguez next time, I guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> He's the secondary science. <laughs> yes. Down with the Fed. <laughs> <laughs> Is that better? Yeah. There we go. Uh, well, that's good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah, for me, it was uh, when I was uh, was much younger, and I wanted to be I wanted to be a musician. And uh, I, I I I thought I was just so good at all all the different you know guitar or whatever but then you go and you you meet up with some professionals you know 
and when you're young, you, you, you think you know everything, of course. And I'm sitting there in a band practice. It's an official band practice, and, I, and I'm being considered. And, and uh, uh, I was I was an okay singer back then. I'm much better now, but uh, back then I was, an, I was okay, I guess. Uh, passable for the band. They, they did like my, my singing, but my guitar playing was horrid next to what they did. And it, and it brought me down quite a few pegs because I thought I was just, I thought I was the bee's knees on the, mm-hmm. on the guitar. And uh, I was not, I was not, sir. And I, and I did uh, a very terrible job. And um, ultimately um, after a couple sessions of getting together with, with that band, they, they said, Hey man, it's, it's, it's nothing against you, but uh, you just, you just don't have the, the talent that we need to, to, to do this. And uh, I was, uh, I was taken back because I, you know, in in my head I was like, oh, I'm I'm really great, and I'm you know, but this this ego that was just, you know, as you do when you're young, yeah, and I mean, because, and and when I was in high school I was quite popular and I had a lot of friends and so I just you just it just doesn't help the that allowing yourself to be humble when <laughs> you, mm. you all you've ever heard is you're pretty awesome you're great and you can do this and you can do that and you can do everything and so. When you keep hearing that, you think, oh, well, this must be true because I keep hearing it. <laughs> it's a few times that friends really do hinder you, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. they, they tell you what they they want you happy. Yeah. So they tell you what they think you want to hear. Yeah, and, and t- until you get, to, you know, around some of the friends that are going to treat you the way they should, and that's, then that's when they say, actually, you're okay, but, you know, you got some work to do. Humbling friends. Yeah. 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 Because when they when they when they chop into those things that you think that you're so great at or or above and beyond, they just they just like, hey, let's let's be real about this. It's uh, it's not it's not me nipping at you or or, or, or tearing you down. Just want to let you know from an objective point of view, <laughs> from the outside looking in, mm. this is how I see it, you know, and. Uh, that, that can be hard to hear. That was really hard to hear from because these, these musicians, I looked up to these guys in, the, in this band. I looked up to these guys because they, uh, I knew that they were all good for sure. There was no doubt about it. And I was like, oh man, these guys are so good. I'm going to get to join this band. And, and uh, yeah, I I had never up to that point. I'd never, because a lot of friends growing up, like, they say, oh yeah, man, we're having so much fun playing music with you. But that they were also like about that same level of okay, you know, whether it be guitar or singing or whatever. So it didn't factor in for them. But then when you get into that next level of right. yeah, when someone's actually truly good at that, yeah, it, it changed the game for me. Made me very humble in that moment. Was that the same band that I got to meet when I went with you? Uh, no, no, no. Different that's, band. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, this is a good friend of mine. Um, I actually also work with him during my day job, um, but yeah, uh, th- that was that was a fun night. Uh, Louie and I went recently and watched a, a friend's band play, and we had a blast. Uh, and uh, yeah, we we haven't had a, a whole lot of chances where it was is just me and him going hanging out because we usually have our spouses with us and stuff. So it was nice to have a a guy's night and go out and watch a band play. <laughs> and they were good people. They set to me like a family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, it turns out that the the drummer in that band and the uh, um, one of the singers in the band is, uh, they're both, uh, ministers. And, uh, so that was really nice because, um, Louie and I are both, were talking about some stuff that we were 
rough stuff that we were dealing with, and they were dealing with some rough stuff too. So we actually pr- all prayed for each other. So it was, it was quite nice. It's pretty cool. Um, but enough about me. I'm, I'm rambling on. <laughs> <laughs> enough about Alan. You, you got to have one. You got to have a one humbling experience. Um, I kind of feel like the last ten years of my life has just been humbling. Right? Uh, again, being young, being athletic, uh, it was. I trained like crazy. I could jump out the gym. You know, I was, uh, I was that guy when I walked onto a basketball court and then sometime around the age of 25, uh, I went to go play a pickup game, did a hop step and something went just tore in my leg. Um, and had to go get checked out and they basically showed me my calf, a Catholic marble. It had so much scar tissue in it. And, uh, they said, you know, here's the thing, you know, literally when it tore, I couldn't lift my foot. My foot just fell straight down and it would not lift. Um, so, yeah, they checked that out, and they basically said, you know, uh, you can stretch it out, see how it works out, but with this much scar tissue, the likelihood of this happening is is very, very high, so you're probably not going to be able to do that at that level. Um, and then, you know, okay, it's fine. I gave up I gave up basketball. It hurt like crazy, like just driving, just sitting in my house sometimes, then hearing, a, hearing kids dribble a basketball past my house, and that that sound, that sound that I love so much that gave me so much, you know, so much happiness for years, uh, that gave me that feeling of winning, uh, camaraderie with my friends and just random people meeting new people and things like that. And it's gone. Right. Um, beyond that, you know, like I said, just aging. Right. So then it was, all right, what's fine. I can still stay in good shape and not play sports. It's okay. Um, got really, really fit, stayed really fit. And then, started having issues with one of my eyes and they said, Hey, you have glaucoma and you have this rare form of glaucoma. So jostling around is not good for it. So you probably need to stop running. And, uh, it was like, wow, man, come on. I mean, like, this is, this is silly. None of this stuff is devastating. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, it's nothing health wise. That's gonna, that devastates my life, but it's like, man, these things that they just humbled me. Right. It's not like I was scared. It was just, you know what? I can't do those things that I thought I was great at anymore. I can't, these things I value so much. Why did I value them? And then of course I became a dad and now I get to take my knowledge and that, that thirst for knowledge that I have. Every time something comes up that I don't know, if there's a word I don't know, I look it up. If there's a topic I don't know, I look it up. I need to know, I need to know, I need to know. Even if it's really not relevant in my life or relevant to anything going on, I have to know but it feels great to be able to just to switch gears yeah. and say, Hey, I don't need to be the best at all this stuff. There's one person who relies on me being the best for her and I can feed her all the knowledge and, you know, let her go out into the world and try to be the best her she can be. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really the aging has been, I guess I have to say there's no one real story of me being humbled, but, uh, age comes with knowledge. And yeah, I just, just my body not staying up with my mind, I guess, is what really humbled me. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about uh, changing gears. <laughs> uh, well, I was afraid you're going to say, let her be the best. <laughs> she, <laughs> let, her, let her be the best she can be. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but um, I, I'd, I'd like to switch to the politics portion at this point because we had some very, very big news this week um, from Fox News. Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade and landmark abortion decision. Yay. And none of them work. None of them are popping. Uh, this one's going to pop. 
Mine popped and I broke my microphone. Okay. There we go. Oh, you got to turn it outwards. Yeah, outwards. What? Ah! <laughs> Such a <laughs> no more. We're making a huge mess in the studio. So much smoke. <laughs> All right. It didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> it's a dud. No. Yeah, I had I had one. Come I had, a, one I had a dud one. Yeah. Well, that was a good one. Yay. Mine was so much worse than that. Wow. <laughs> Did you have one that worked at all, Louis? None. <laughs> Where did we buy these? <laughs> there it goes. Uh, you know wait, what? Wait, we got to do that. We got to do this. I'm doing another one. There we go. Yeah, that one worked. That one got. Yay! Hey! Oh. Just got to pull it. No. It's my pull. old age. Can't pull, pull it. anymore. <laughs> that may be good for you. <laughs> Bam! Oh, there we go. Hey. <laughs> oh oh my gosh! So yes. much fun. There's one more. Wow! Woo! That one. <laughs> you do that. Go ahead, one. Josh. Uh, hang on, he's got one more. Oh, he's no, he wants you to go one. Oh, we got one. We got one for me. Okay. Oh, oh wow! What happened? That's a dud. dud. That was my a gosh. dud. Lots of smoke. <laughs> Lots of smoke. <laughs> None of the good stuff. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Roe v. Wade overturned. So, yeah. Arthritis. Where did this come from? <laughs> Obviously, you heard what? all the... I had yeah. a cigar one! Woo-hoo! You hit me with it! <laughs> you heard all the, the, the popping noises going on. So, we, uh, uh, Louie and I, just before the show, we, we stopped by um, Wally World, or, or Walmart, as is better known, and uh, picked up a few of these uh, little TNT Popper. pop bam things, whatever they call them. They, they were made in China. Party poppers! China. Mm. Um, <laughs> fake news. But... The Supreme Court today overturned Roe v. Wade, effectively ending um, recognition of a constitutional right to abortion and giving individual states the power to allow, limit, or ban the practice altogether. Ah, Tenth Amendment. Yeah, isn't it something? (laughs) So the ruling came in the court's opinion in Dobbs v. Jackson, women's health organization, which centered on a Mississippi law that banned abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Uh, the Republican-led uh, state of Mississippi asked the Supreme Court to strike down a lower court ruling that stopped the 15-week abortion ban from taking place. Um, quote, we end this opinion where we began. Abortion presents a profound moral question. The Constitution does not prohibit the citizens of each state from regulating or prohibiting abortion. Roe and Casey uh, arrogated that authority. We now overrule those decisions and return the, that authority to the people and their elected representatives, end quote. Justice Samuel Alito wrote in the court's opinion. That's, uh, I mean, you guys know how I feel about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, regardless of how I feel about abortion itself, I, I feel that, I mean, the 10th Amendment is what it is. You know, any, any right not given to the federal government by the constitution actually is given to the states. And that's why each state is actually more powerful inside of its own borders than the federal government is. Yeah. I, I, I really like seeing the words, the authority to the people. As that, it should be. Cause it's we, the people. Mm-hmm. Right. It, I just want to say something to, to Mr. Biden, former vice president, uh, we the people is not the government. We the people is the people at this table. We the people is the people viewing this right now. 
you are a representative, not a king. He's changing lives, man. <laughs> okay, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> I like that. I don't mind if they do abortion for, like, rape. I could understand for that. Or if she don't want to have the baby because she don't want to go through that nine months, you know, because she was raped and then she don't want to go through that heart, you know, heartache. And um, But if she does, she could always adopt it, you know. Yeah. Or is something to do about her life. If if it's between her and the baby and she chooses her life besides the baby, I I could accept that. But anything else, no. Yeah, I think you life know. of the mother is always the exception, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's um, that, at that point, it's between the doctor and, and the mother. It comes down to the life of the mother. But um, although... I understand where you're coming from with that, Louis. Um, I, I do stand on the side of um, the ad- adoption is the option um, for for that. Uh, you know, because the baby, uh, to me, the baby didn't make that decision. Uh, the baby is not at fault. Um, no. And and it, and I don't think the baby should have to give its life um, because of something someone else did. Um, Yes, Be careful, Josh. When you say the baby didn't make that decision, now we're going to have three-year-olds who can pick their gender. <laughs> right. Ah, crap. I mean, uh, before long, they're going to start saying trans babies, right? I mean, that's where we're heading. Well, yeah, Or trans fetuses. Or, you or, got it, yeah. My goodness, because how far are they going to take it? Because we have grown men who act like, who, who feel like they are babies, so we already have trans babies. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them just wear diapers in public. Others actually take office. What? Where are we? <laughs> what are we doing? Some of us go to diapers as we get older. <laughs> it just depends. Yeah. <laughs> Sterling got it. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of uh, trans, uh, the New York Post brought us uh, our second story of the night. Uh, Day, whenever you're watching. Um, <laughs> from the New York Post, sanity returns to transgender madness after Leah Thomas banned by FINA. Uh, hold on, hold on, Alan. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> Finally, sanity prevailed in the world of women's sports. Swimming, uh, swimming's world governing body, FINA, announced a ban Sunday on biological men competing in women's events unless they had transitioned before the age of 12. In the, uh, in other words, transgender athletes who have experienced the uh, enduring competitive advantages of male puberty flooded with testosterone, such as greater muscle mass, lung capacity, and height will no longer have an unfair advantage in women's competitions. <laughs> Willie Thomas. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he had to to, yeah, if, if you're a fan of the Laughing Libertarian, you'll know why he said that exactly that way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> old Willie Thomas. Old Willie Thomas. <laughs> Can't forget that eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Thomas? Yeah. Willie Thomas. It's episode 12. If you're going back and There's looking. a couple of them yeah, now. Yeah, we got yeah the review as well of the interview. I don't think I'm some kind of hateful person. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's about being fair 
and right. the, the equality for women because, uh, you know, yeah, how, I mean, how are they going to swim against guys? Both shows are about that, actually. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, it can be twisted and say that's hateful, but honestly, it's it's about women and, and them having the right to, I mean, Title IX, right? Title IX getting yep. shut down. Did you see that? Yeah. Biden's like, ah, we don't need Title IX now. Oh, really? So women don't have protections. Okay, that's great. Um, fantastic. But, you know, if these places, these institutions, uh, if the NCAA even would just step up and say, hey, we're not going to let men swim against women. We're not going to let men race against women. We're not going to let men fight women. Uh, that would be a huge step in the right direction uh, just to get back to neutral. But um, real quick and I'll shut up. Yeah. You saw me in motion when he said 12 years old. And that's the part that got me. I read it. I was like, yes, that's perfect. Oh, wait. Now we're going to have parents who are going to make their kids transition. Early. Okay. Yeah. Okay, honey. Um, I know you love this sport. But if you want to be on the volleyball team with the girls, we got to get this done in the next year and get you transitioned yeah. over because you think you're a girl or you, you feel like you're a girl. Turn you into Caitlyn Jenner. Right. But even Caitlyn, I mean, what, into a conservative? <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have to claim Caitlyn Jenner, unfortunately. Uh, I, I don't. Really? You don't? I don't. Ah. How dare they do that to me? I can't compete anymore. No. <laughs> Do I have to give back my trophies? What is going on here? Alan, when we was under the sheets, you told me I could have my trophies. What is going on? That's hilarious. <laughs> that, that, uh, that raises a lot of questions now, doesn't it? But, but even, even uh, yeah, I, I, man, Sterling got my nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> but Caitlyn oh. Jenner did come out and... Uh, very strong against that. That sounded like a film film directed by Jordan Peele, by the way. I just, just <laughs> it did. It really did. <laughs> but Caitlyn Jenner did come out strong on the on the side of women being able to compete against women. So that's where I'm going with that. Is like I have to in this particular argument, I have to say at least Caitlyn Jenner came out and said, "Hey, you know, men should not compete against women." And yeah. and I'm going to say he. You're right. I'm going to say he, and and people can get upset if they want, but still Bruce to me. Yeah. Still, still came out and said, hey, look, you know, I can, as, a, as an Olympic, as a former Olympic athlete, I can tell you right now, men should not compete against women, period. Yeah, that's right. And that just takes away from women. And that's, that's a huge talk. But I really, I'm scared about that 12. I'm scared when they put that caveat in there because it's going to start making parents, okay, this is the line. You know, how far can we, how far can we, how close can we get to the line to where this little boy is, are we going to give them hormones, right? I mean, we already see. I told you I'd shut up, didn't I? No, but yeah, you're, you're making good points, though, so we're listening. So Keep we're already going. seeing little girls start to mature faster because they they're have the hormones in the food. Uh, you have estrogen being pumped into food, soy, so on and so forth, right? So girls are starting to mature at 9, 10. They're starting to hit those first steps of maturity. Okay, so we say 12. Okay, well, little boys, you start feeding them hormones which they're eating in the food that they're eating that we dish out that the fda says is fine and believe me i'm not one of those guys who has to you know eat organic that's not a big deal i'm just saying this is the reality of what we're doing it's not about not doing it it's about understanding what the cause and effect is so now you have boys that you can now tiptoe to that line feed them hormones get them to where they're starting to mature and starting to gain uh height advantage wingspan all these things we talk about and then they can say okay let's Let's put a halt to this real quick. We got you a little bit ahead of where the girls are going to be, and that's an incremental advantage. And so that still is going to get you there. That should it should just be ruled out entirely. 
I understand their whole idea is, of course, like like it says in the article and what you read, yeah. um, is that you you catch it if they truly want to transition, then they're transitioning for the right reason before they actually go through puberty and get the advantages. How do you how do you even being a twelve year old? How do you even know what you want? Like how does that even that that sounds to me like it's more the parents' decision than the child. Yeah, like oh yeah, I want yeah, but. No, there's no way a 12 year I, I personally, I don't they think They don't know year. what they want. 12-year-olds can't even decide That's between insane. chicken nuggets or a hot dog, buddy. It's like you tell a kid one day, what Facts. do you want to be? Oh, I want to be a fireman. Right. The Absolutely. next day, he wants to be a police day. Absolutely. Or a doctor. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they want. It they sounds like young. if you asked me three days in a row what I wanted to be when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a joke. I'm still a man. <laughs> we was just joking. Yes. <laughs> it just it comes back to, I mean, just I don't even know. Actually, I keep seeing a lot of things of people who have transitioned, they want to transition back. Yeah. That, you know, that whole thing. But if you're 12 years old and that happens, you're going to blame your parents? Like, I don't know. That just sounds like you're just tearing the family apart. Yeah. You know, I just remember, and I said this on one of the shows, I was like, I just remember back when you were that age and you just cared about whether you were a jock or a geek or a goth or in one of those groups, mm-hmm. not necessarily changing your hormones. Yeah. Yeah. And, but even then, if, even if you were part of one of those groups, those groups could still intermingle. You could yeah. still, yeah. and you can from, change. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a transition that you can approve oh, of. Oh, that was where I was going. <laughs> if you didn't go there. <laughs> Victory. Ah, well played. Well played. Thank sir. you. <laughs> but great minds. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, man, yeah, I'm going to do a trans joke. No, Josh took it. So often, Alan and I are just on the same wavelength. It happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. This goes back to those boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being in your own individual. No, box. it's just fun to stare at Sterling. <laughs> like, I got him. It's just fun to, like, stop and stare at him. See what, see what his reaction right. will be? Yeah. Because he just stares back. I think it was the time. The place. It, no. <laughs> no. Person. There we go. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing it. You know, I'm not I'm not doing it. You can't make me. You gotta do it before twelve though. That's true. That's true. I gotta make a decision. A very important one. <laughs> it just seems irresponsible. Yeah. For, I mean not just like for say the child or the parent, but for the government that said that. Well, you know my favorite my favorite thing to hear insane. from these parents and uh you know I think because it bothers me so much to hear this stuff again, because I'm a parent. So it just, it, I just, it bothers me is to hear them go, okay, first of all, we cannot look at people and judge them by the clothes they wear. Right. If a man wears a dress, we just say that's a woman, right. Or, or it's a man wouldn't wear a dress. Who cares? Right. Even if they have a full beard like mine. Exactly. But on the other end of that clothes themselves, these same people will argue with you that clothes themselves don't indicate sex. Okay, so a dress isn't necessarily a woman's garment. So now they've lost their argument. Exactly. So they turn around. So the argument I've heard from these mm. parents is, I always knew Elliot was a girl. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing yeah, names out. Yeah, that's a good one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I always knew Elliot was a girl. Well, why? Because she was prone to wearing dresses when she was three years old. So we taught her how to do her makeup and everything else. And then she made the full transition to being a girl at 11 years old. Okay. That's too early. Well, wait a second. I'm just, I'm just saying, so wait a second. The, the indicator to you was the dress. 
but the dress doesn't indicate sex because it's just a garment. But everyone who's a man who wants to be a woman throws a dress on occasionally or, or something like that. They, they, yeah. they use that as an identifying characteristic, but the garment itself isn't an indicator of sex. So what are you doing? If your kid, if your boy wants to wear a dress, maybe your boy just likes how it feels. I don't know. I'm not saying it's appropriate. I'm not saying it's inappropriate. I'm saying if, you're, if your boy walks over there, throws on some eyeshadow, maybe he thinks it looks pretty cool. You know what happens when you do that with tree sap or, or paint that you can get or something like that? It's war paint, okay? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not going either way, but if you're going to tell me that you're, you made this decision for your child based on your child liking a certain thing, your kid, your, your son bought a Barbie doll instead of a G.I. Joe, well, let me tell you... Um, I wanted the G.I. Joes when I was small, but the Barbie dolls aren't so bad. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> they keep making them more anatomically they correct. They sure were pretty. You know? They sure were pretty, but only my G.I. Joes could like them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Like if, if we use those as indicators, but they can't be indicators, then what's your argument? I mean, I like a bathrobe. Right? Well, how about those Irish people? Then they wear dresses? Kilts? Oh, you're talking Scottish. Scottish. Oh, Scottish, yeah. yes. I mean, even... Not, in, not the Irish. Even so in what's he saying about my people? He's giving me paint, chest paints. Well, what you call those Scottish <laughs> that wore dresses? Uh, those, those were called kilts. Yep. Called kilts. No, they're dresses. Okay. <laughs> they're still they're dresses. Skirts. Little mini skirts. Yeah. They're skirts. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll go to the, the next Scottish fest that goes on anywhere near here, Louie, and you can tell them that. <laughs> next <laughs> time Don's on, oh, we'll get him to wear a kilt. Don owns a lot of kilts. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we'll get him on. We have to all wear kilts for Don. I, I will never wear a kilt, sir. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. I'd wear one just for, for the show. <laughs> I'd wear one, but I'd wear shorts probably underneath of it. What would you wear under it? Sh- shorts. Why would I tell you ahead of time? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like a scratch-off lottery ticket, buddy. What's I'm over here in a kilt. You have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> Sorry, let's uh, put the, the train back on the train. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of mysteries... Daily Mail. Willie Thomas. <laughs> Sorry. That is, that, that's in the conundrum as well. <laughs> um, it, it is a mystery that's happening here, here recently. So healthy young people are dying suddenly and unexpectedly from mysterious uh, a mysterious syndrome as doctors seek answers through a new nas- national register. People aged under 40 are being urged to have their hearts checked because they, ha- they may potentially be at risk of sudden adult death syndrome. Also known as SADS. Um, we've got we've got Louie over here going. <laughs> <laughs> the great the great leveler, right? Um, so uh, SADS has been the uh, uh, fatal for all kinds of people, regardless whether they maintain a fit and healthy lifestyle. Um, SADS is an umbrella term to dis- an umbrella. Listen to that closely. They use that word particularly for a reason. An umbrella term to describe unexpected deaths in young people said the Royal Australian uh, College of General Practitioners, most commonly occurring in people under uh, 40 years of age. Uh, the term is used when a post-mortem uh, cannot find an obvious cause of death. Uh, the U.S.-based SAD uh, Foundation has said that over half of the 4,000 annual SADS deaths of children, teens, or young adults have one of the top warning signs present. That's that that those those top warning signs are, are are those those things I just mentioned. So, but those signs include a family history of SADS 
which is really weird for a family. You'd have a family history. Or something that's new. Um, <laughs> Your brother so, died. Oh, crap. <laughs> so what do you I'm think next. this is coming from? Uh, uh, sudden unexplained death of a family member. Yeah, that's kind of the definition of SADS, right? Um, <laughs> fainting or seizure during exercise. Um, when excited, startled. Uh, when excited or startled. This was reported by news.com uh, Australia. Okay. That's that's uh that's strange. That's so strange. They won't tell you any, you know, precursors or or any ideas to what no, these people may have had may have sudden. been subjected to prior to the, well, any commonality um in their medical history. Ne- needle to my arm? I mean, uh, uh needle to my arm. I I I there's there's you know. Could YouTube things. help us with that? I mean, we can't really talk about Could it. I let, say let them it? tell us. Could it be COVID? I could mean, it that cost it? Could be COVID. Yeah. It's a possibility, right? I, I, mean, I heard a doctor. Sudden. I heard a doctor saying that COVID has thirty-six side effects. Now, is that true or not? I don't know, but that's what I heard. But the bad part about it is, you can't sue. Oh, from from getting. Getting that shot, yeah, you can't sue if you get any side effects, right? Uh, all it. vaccines, all vaccinations are protected, yes. Yeah, all companies that do that, and they they do that because it keeps the cost of the vaccine down, right? So, if they have to have insurance to keep you, if you can sue them, they have to have tons of insurance, which then makes the cost go up, which means the U.S. government isn't going to cover it for free, and so on and so forth and so forth. But to your point, why make people wait over 50 years to get results? Why is it that this generation has to be completely gone? The next generation gets to find out what what actually occurred. But um, YouTube doesn't like us talking about this. By the way, Pfizer has left the chat. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. It's it's, uh, very strange. I I mean, to your point, you're making a great point there. But I just don't know what YouTube lets us talk about. Yeah. Well, and it it, it is it is really weird. But what what strikes me more is like it talks about the health conditions. So it doesn't matter if you're absolutely fit. You could be the, 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 the picture of fitness. This is re- recently uh, the number one NBA draft pick, 25 years old. This young man suddenly dies. And they said of natural causes. For those listening on audio, I put that in air quotes uh, because. There's nothing 25 that's natural. Yeah. <laughs> this never happened before until now. Yeah. yeah. Why never is this happening now? It's got to be a reason to it. Okay, yeah. that was ignorant of me to say. There are naturally there are natural ways to die at twenty five. I don't want anybody to hold that against me. Put that in the comment section. No comment. I don't care. Yeah, go well, ahead and call comment. me on it. Yeah, but I will back up and say, hey, I, there are natural ways to die at twenty five. It's just not common, yeah, <laughs> especially, especially when you're a top flight athlete. Yeah, and it, and it was a twenty six year old uh, football player here uh, recently as well. Same thing. I, it it doesn't make any sense. Like this, this these these are people that are at the Pinnacle. Top, yeah, the pinnacle, exactly, Sterling. The pinnacle of the picture of fitness, right? Um, there's been Olympic athletes suddenly drop dead, no explanation. Did you so, did you just use the Biden Colton condolence term? Yeah, <laughs> just drop dead. I don't it know if you saw that. Did you see that, Sterling? He was trying to kind of trying to use uh, trying to share his condolences yeah. over. Um, I can't remember which company was you lost their CFO. 
He was like, yeah, sorry, uh, the, the CFO just dropped dead. <laughs> wow, good one. Yeah. <laughs> you, like can, you can also describe America in one word. Uh, <laughs> that sounds whatever. about it. Yeah, that's about yeah. right. Yeah. It's close. It's close. It's it's, close. That's what I stand for. When I stand up for that flag, yeah. I'm standing for symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. right. Like Pledge allegiance every morning. The flag. <laughs> <laughs> the mumbles. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we're not saying that it could have been Colbert, you know. We're not going to bring that up because we might get in trouble over that. But what I'm saying is, this care. is starting right now after these shots were passed around. You know, and um, it's a possibility. It could be that. Yeah. Possibility it could be anything else. Yeah. But they should, hearts. <laughs> they should make more investigation and more experiments on that, you know, yeah. and check out it, to see what is really causing What is that. the interconnectivity between these, these the people, young people yeah. and their, dying, yeah. their, their, their deaths? Because there has to be something. There has to be something that connects all of this, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean... We're all pretty intelligent people here at this table, so I, th- I think we have our we have our, our thoughts on it. Uh, cer- certainly, we can't voice those opinions, uh, but uh, we can certainly make conjectures. That's right. All I know is last year, high schools, especially on the West Coast, were having students come down and get their hearts checked. They were popping up tents up on the football fields at a large a lot of large. Um, liberal area high schools and having the children come down and get heart scans and things like that, you know, as a free way to take care of the people, you know, like, Oh, Hey, we care about your health at 16 years old. Let's check your heart. Okay. And then now they're recalling people that had COVID young people that had COVID to come to be experiment on it, to see, you know, how much does it pay? All this? I've had two different flavors of it. <laughs> yes, he said. He said I have. Well, there's like four total. I, I got half the gauntlet, man. I was trying to get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Try snapping your fingers. See what happens. Nothing. No. Oh, oh. I still, I think Fauci's gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, try it again. Maybe, a, maybe Katanji Jackson Brown will disappear, too. Oh. No, because I need something in my news cycle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be taking Al into the hospital just to make sure. <laughs> I didn't say anything about the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, speaking of the Clintons. No. <laughs> speaking of the Clintons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, there was a, uh, we, we were touching on a, an episode of Laughing Libertarian. Uh, you have to go back and watch it. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. That was a, that was great. Laura did your makeup and uh, uh, for the yeah for the rope and uh, that was that was great. That was great. <laughs> yes, it was. I opened with. Yeah. Speaking of the Clintons, <laughs> so if no, you haven't I, seen that episode, you got to go back and watch it. <laughs> I don't even know what episode it was. Uh, I don't it's remember the number. Minute. Yeah. But, but anyway, next door. Yeah. So yeah, before we space out here, uh, coming from the Daily Caller. Um, our final, uh, final, uh, just for funsies tonight, because um, I, I seen this come across my desk. The space force gets its own spy agency. I like it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, thank you, Sterling. Uh, so the U.S. Space Force announced 
that the service's new intelligence agency, the National Space Intelligence Center, NSIC, um, will see its first day in operation on Friday. That's today for us. Yes. Whenever for you, the past, the future. According to the center's deputy director, the newly formed You're Space Delta 18. <laughs> <laughs> past, the future, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. It's whatever. It's Twilight. So, so, but so the newly formed Space Delta 18, named in reference uh, to the NSIC's status as the 18th U.S. intelligence agency, will operate the center at the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base hmm. in Ohio. According to a statement released Wednesday, Colonel Marcus Randall will oversee the NSIC's mandate to track foreign capabilities and threats in space. Uh, quote, it's been a long time coming, but after two decades of trials and tribulations, June 24th will see the activation of Space Delta 18, the National Space Intelligence uh, Center. Uh, end quote. Uh, and, and that was said by D- Deputy Director John Gass in a social media post. They want to make sure no illegal aliens come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Build the net. It's going to be a big, beautiful net. Be a big, beautiful net. be huge. Or fourth. We're or making malls pay for it. Fourth beam. Or we have all the shield. nets. Put we up have, a shield. We have the best nets. Malls will pay for it. <laughs> That's where the Martians are from. <laughs> it's woven, woven by our own citizens, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, um, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that Space Delta 18. That, well, um, that sounds like a sitcom from the <laughs> 70s. <laughs> I would watch it. Like right along Get Smart, like the 60s or 70s. Space Delta 18. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> I'd say it'd be a show, it'd be a comedy on Netflix, but I mean, how much longer is Netflix going to be open? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that last week. We will not bow to you, no matter how much music you play. Um, uh, but the uh, the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio, uh, that particular Air Force Base, uh, for those of you who uh, have heard of those alien conspiracies and stuff <laughs> like that that happens out there, woo, um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, there is a, a lot of talk amongst those groups of people that, uh, you know, they see Wright-Patterson Air Force Base as a place where, you know, they might be hiding a few outer space aliens in there, you know. Uh, <laughs> as we put it, illegal aliens. Yeah. Well, they, they said they had a general that saw Martians in the moon. Yeah. It, there, was a, it, well, there was an article that uh, Louie and I had read re- recently that, uh, that, that this guy had claimed that he had seen... Uh, Several uh, several different species of aliens on the moon. It was <laughs> interesting I, to say. I have to least. say, this feels really strange talking about aliens on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just saw it as just like, man, this sounds like fun. Um, but let, let's let's uh, let's say that there were. Let's say that there were um, space aliens. I mean, I think that, it's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's just so much out there. There has to be something. Yeah. Be, we can't be the only. Right. I just don't know how realistic it is that we should be worrying about them at this point. <laughs> or, or the fact that, that they're being surveyed by Space Delta 18 That's right. at the NSIC. Three people. <laughs> they made three special badges. It cost them a fortune because they couldn't get them in bulk. 
Um, funnily enough, though, uh, long before this, this has been, you know, talked about with Wright Patterson Air Force Base in particular. They uh, uh, there's a lot of areas of that of that base um, that you can't go into, and there's a lot of public portions of that base where you can go and, and see the historical parts of things, and and it's it's actually really cool. I highly recommend going and seeing those parts. But um, I I I want to I want to th- think that it's for security reasons, but hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know, and and I just thought that was uh, was fun to uh, to see that. That this is, this is actually something that they're coming. I mean, they have to come up with it for a re, for some kind of reason, right? I mean, they have to think of, about it as an excuse. Yeah. Excuse to use of tax money. That's fair. Yeah, because they can't back off it and back off ever. The money's got to keep coming up. And that if you've dealt with any of the municipalities, even they're like, "Hey, we have to spend this money, and if we don't spend this money, we don't get it next year." <laughs> it's like, well, how does that get worked out? Like, how do they give you more? I'll tell you what, I'll sign up for, for Space Force if I can be part of this agency because I just want my lightsaber. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just to be able to, you know, hold that elegant weapon. weapon. Right. <laughs> or can we say light, light sword? I think we have to say light sword. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a registered trademark. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. With the way YouTube keeps messing with your channel. Yeah. The dark force. <laughs> yeah. So something that we've we've experienced on a, on a on a high level here recently is uh, um, between uh, YouTube and and Facebook they've both they've both figured out ways to to throttle this particular program. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it is something to shudder about, Alan. It really well, is. It is original. <laughs> I would like to be a Jedi. <laughs> it would be cool, in wouldn't space. it? Space. <laughs> um. But yeah, we've, we've, uh, so, so definitely support us and share us and comment and all that stuff because we, we, we need your support. Sub- subscribe, hit the little notification bell. So, you know, every time an episode drops, because, uh, beyond this week, we're actually going on a two week hiatus. Um, cause we all need some rest cause we're tired and, uh, you know, um, but we're going to promptly be back, uh, that, that following week. And, uh, we've, we've got a, we've got a big special treat for you there. Um, it's a big, beautiful treat. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just think about those like the idea that like um, the difference between us and primates is like quite all right one I think it's one or, t- one or two percent yeah difference in our in our it's DNA something I put in your yeah. yeah so it's just enough right I think it's one I think it's, it's one and a half percent somewhere in there isn't something about chickens being even closer yeah. than that though yeah and chickens are even closer yeah it's crazy to me, like how close we are uh, in DNA, and then in our, you know, we have these cognitive minds that have supposedly we're sentient, and then, you know, there's that only that little bit of difference between us and, and the soul. Yeah, so between us and uh, chimpanzees and or us even chickens, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to imagine that there was God being the creator that He is, He created something else out there that's. Uh, just a fraction of a percent different from us mm-hmm. that could be even higher sentient, uh, having a higher sentience and having a higher um, intelligence, you know, or 10%, 8%, you know, like just the, num- the numbers could be astronomical, how much smarter it, we look like ants to them. Or what if they are actually not as smart as, as us, but they've had longer to develop? I mean, look at what yeah. humans have done in a hundred years, right? 
So what if they happen to hit the wheel? Oh, I was just on camera. You're good. I was just what, camera what if they happen camera. to hit the wheel, you know, 500 years ago? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not the fact that they're smarter than us, but maybe they're actually not as smart as us or even equally as smart, but they just happen to hit those milestones earlier than we did. They're giving us kind of a peek into the future of our own futures if, if they didn't, of course, interact. Mm. I mean, well, it's like, it goes back to like the whole Star Trek thing. Like, they talk about the different progressions of, of uh, the, the people. And they say, well, you know, how did they get this technology? That's a 24th century technology, and they're not in that progression yet. Right. right. It was my mind's like, oh, well, every species eventually comes that way. I hope they're smarter than us. And they have a better technology. Maybe I could get a new heart. <laughs> get my bladder back. <laughs> There's a guy at uh, I go to church with. Speaking of like outer space and things, he said that his theory, I guess, is that the universe besides our Earth is once we pass on, we'll basically be able to explore all that God has created. It's like that's what it's there for is the the after. Like, oh, we can just go hang around wherever, you know, party and talk and worship and all that stuff. It's just to <laughs> see what else is out there just to travel, you know. Yeah. Jump clouds. Be- beings of light. Mm-hmm. Type thing, yeah. Just explore be, it all. That would be cool. And with a glorified body, that'd be kind of neat. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I wonder what kind of vehicle. I, I'm, I'm hoping for, like, a 67 and a half <laughs> Corvette Stingray. <laughs> but with like gas the, prices, though. The back to know. the future wheels that goes like this, you know? Actually, what happens is you, you show up and just God has delivered to your door a, a kit. <laughs> you have to build it yourself. You get it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were thinking like a. <laughs> no, no, not a. Not a <laughs> no, not kit. Well, you have all of eternity to put exactly. it together. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's like, here you go. You wanted this. <laughs> Go ahead and put it together. We yeah. might not need a car. We might be able to fly. Yeah, but how cool would it be to just be like... <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine God's car. <laughs> what would he be driving? <laughs> a monster truck. <laughs> uh, God's out there revving his engine again. <laughs> Thought it was all going to be trumpets up here. Right. <laughs> Thought it was going to just be trumpets. Nope. <laughs> it's flared dual Are you exhaust. ready for devastation? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> of godly proportions. No. <laughs> <laughs> sound of Nos. <laughs> you guys are giving me a cramp on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that being all said, uh, and we've had a lot of fun on this episode, I think, and, uh, and we've had these big victories and... and uh, we learned about being humble. Um, some or, of well, us. some of us. Al, not Alan. He's perfect. Said one hundred percent, just all the time. All the time. Yeah, just amazing, Captain lot, Amazing. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. <laughs> as long as you don't break out in the song, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna trip on the way out of here. I guarantee it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's the one time I Biden up the stairs. Biden. <laughs> Just don't ride a bicycle. I was going to say, I'm driving home. I hate you, Josh. Okay. And, and it's, what's funny is my doctor's always asking me, have you fallen? Have you fallen the last month? <laughs> I wonder if they ask him all those questions. Right. <laughs> that, that's I don't know. why they ask. Oh, 
Oh, real quick, real quick. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Did you guys see his card? Did you oh, guys yeah, see the yeah. card they handed him? His cheat sheet? That's yeah. like, you go sit down. Yeah. You say hi to this person. Yeah. <laughs> you sit in your seat. <laughs> then this happens, then that happens, and then you make sure to say goodbye to everyone. That sounds like an episode of Laughing Libertarian that we need to do. Oh, it's happening. It <laughs> is happening. When I saw that today, I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, no, 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 no. So once again, be on the lookout for that because, you know, I'm sure that we'll not only talk about it on Laughing Libertarian, but we're going to talk about it on Rodriguez Rants too, I bet. Uh, we gotta, gotta I got to check that out. I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, oh, sp- man. Spread the love. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I just I could not get through yeah. this episode without throwing it out there when I saw it today. Well, that's that's awesome. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He he turned it around the wrong way and he was like, Nyeh. and we was like got pictures of it. It literally shows his what that's telling step him step to do. By step by step. What do you is, is it like the the old person touch tone phone that with like the really big numbers that are like Well <laughs> the you and your are actually much larger font and they're bold. Wow. To let him know when he does something. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. Yeah, we'll definitely have pictures on, on Laughing Libertarian and uh, on the Facebook page, and, and we're going to do a show about it. I mean, it's going to be out there. I got to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and so do you. Uh, you know. Um, all right, Sterling, you want to bring us home with some prayer, sir? Absolutely. Lord, we just come to you again, and thank you for this opportunity, Lord. It's been a, a blessing to be able to... Uh, be in communion with these guys and just talk and, and, and share your word and experience, Lord, and uh, current events, Lord, things that are going on in our world. You have your hand on your plan, Lord. Um, we just wanted to share those with uh, everyone else. If they didn't know, Lord, just our, our opinions on it, uh, different points of view. Lord, just thank you for, it, it's hard to say, but thank you for the opportunity just to be human, just that experience alone um, the ups and downs, Lord, and just being able to see you in all things. I just want to give you honor and glory uh, in this and in our lives, Lord, and continue to help us be good witnesses for you and help us to share your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That was the man who brought the message this week, Sterling Metcalf Allen. Thank you so much for joining us on this side of the camera, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me. The man with the message. <laughs> Sterling and, uh And Louis, uh, I like it. Uh, Rodriguez across from him. And uh, thank you for coming. It's thank always you for a pleasure. Me. Always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure for me to be here. We love you. Thank you. I love you all. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> he says it I'll because it's true. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> you had to fight Alan for me. It got <laughs> weird. <laughs> And uh, speaking of Alan, uh, host of Laughing Libertarian. I thought you say, speaking of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it goes hand in hand. Yeah, well, I mean, that's true, too. Uh, Alan McFarland, thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you for having me again. 25th. 25th. Yeah. We're, Loving we're, it. We're just rolling out of the milestones, right? Yeah. And uh, I've been your host, Joshua Cummins. So uh, join us again in a couple weeks for Faith, Family, and Politics. We love you all. We'll see you next time. Thank you.